Hello, it's November Wednesday, 26th. It's 11 a.m. You're listening to Dreaming Religion with Sanaya Biani. Let's talk about the higher power in these final hours, so let's get your soul in gear. Today we'll be speaking with... Fabiola Maladiaga. Thank you, and welcome to the show. Okay, the first question. Growing up in your household... And a religious home? Was it a religious setting? It wasn't very much because my mother was Catholic in the beginning. Mm. And as, as soon as we started growing up, she became a Christian, a very a very strict Christian who believes in her religion and thinks everybody should follow the Bible and Jesus. Mm. Okay, so what do you think made her switch from Catholic to Christian? Um, when we were going through some rough times and she started reading the Bible and she started praying she went to church, and one of the pastors converted her from Catholic to Christian. Oh, okay, so what is your belief, Catholic or Christian? Um, I became Christian with my mother because she wanted me to become Christian, and I I feel like Christian Christianity was um more and more for me than mm-hmm. being Catholic. Okay, so what do you think, at being a Christian? What do you think is, uh, what drew you close, closer to God as a, a Christian? What do you think it is? Oh, well, since I didn't very much go to church in the beginning when I was young, mm-hmm. I would always pester my mom to take me to church, be like, Mom, take me to church. And she wouldn't want to, but now she takes me. And uh, I, I think it's very, it helps you in like your time of need and when you, when you want to do something important or when you feel like you need someone's help. Okay, so what are some times in your life where you felt like you needed to reach out to God? What have ever happened in your life that made you want to reach out to Him? Um, there was a point in my parents' relationship where they were going to split up. Mm-hmm. And I would pray to God for them not to split up. Mm-hmm. So they still stay together. So so God answered your prayers. Mm-hmm. So now you know that He exists, right? Mm-hmm. That helped you see that God exists. Okay, that's great. Okay, so have you ever had any supernatural things to happen to you? No, I haven't, but when I go to church, I see very much the people who who go in front start jumping and dancing and sometimes they faint and they have and sometimes people predict from my church mm-hmm. and they go up and they predict to the others and they tell sometimes they they tell them tells us tell us about our dream their dreams and stuff. Mm-hmm. You mean they um, interpret your dreams? Yeah, they interpret their dreams and they tell us what they see. Like if they've seen something bad in their dream and they're they're saying that something bad's going to happen or something good or just something they think has to do with God. So have you ever had any one of them to tell you about your future or to tell you that something that will happen to you that happened? No, I haven't, but I did have a dream about the Antichrist once. Really? Well, tell us about that. Um, I was just, I, it was dark and it, the the ground was cracked and everything looked dead. And all I did was look up and I saw a pair of feet standing up, like standing, like floating with a like brownish, blackish gown. And I didn't know what that was until I asked my mother and she told me that's probably the Antichrist. Ooh. Did they say anything in your dream? No, it was just that because I was so scared I woke up. Oh, okay. Well, see, I hear about people having dreams and things, and 
things happen to them where they can't wake up. Like something happened to me when I was younger. Um, do you want me to tell you about it? Yes. <laughs> well, when I was 18, I was in job corps. I was, I went to sleep. My roommate had left the room, and I went to sleep on my stomach. And I had been hearing about, people say the witch rides your back, mm-hmm. but I never paid too much attention to it. And I had heard other stories about people um, having things come into their room and other people, they might be high or something like that, and something happens to them where they have experiences and stuff like that where they can't move or can't talk and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I was sleeping on my stomach, and I was dreaming that I was in a circle with people with black hoods and black uh, robes on. And um, I said, why do we have to do this? They said, because we do it every D-Day. They curse, but I can't curse it because we do it every D-Day. So... I was wondering, <laughs> I was um, I was trying to wake up and I have always, I went to a church school and I was always taught that if anything like that was to happen to you, you pray, you pray to God. Yeah. And I started praying because I tried to wake up from the dream and I couldn't wake up. Felt like something was taking me by my ankles and pulling me down the bed, mm-hmm. to, to the bottom of the bed. And I was trying to wake up, I couldn't. So I started praying. And I guess it seemed like it took forever, but it probably in about three minutes' time, mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine came and knocked on my door really hard. And then I woke up, I jumped up out of the bed, and I ran to the door to see who it was, and nobody was there. And I said, who knocked on my door? I went out to the hall. I said, who knocked on my door? Oh who my knocked God. on my door? And somebody said, ain't nobody but that crazy Cindy. So I went, I said, did you knock on my door? And she said, yeah. I said, thank you for that. And then I started telling her what was happening, what had happened to me, and I couldn't wake up until she knocked on the door. And um, they said the witch rope was riding your back. That that was what you call that. Oh, wow. I know. That was kind of, it wasn't really scary. It was, God did answer my prayer when I prayed for him to come because he sent her. He sent her, and all she did was knock on the door. She didn't want anything. <laughs> she just knocked on the door. And they told me that when she knocked on the door, it scared the devil away. Do that scare you? Do stuff like that scare you? No, that happens to my mom actually a, a bunch of times. Like most really? of her dreams have meaning, but she, in the moment she doesn't understand what it means. Mm-hmm. Like she has dreams about people in black or she just pretty much has like one time she had a dream about uh, she was in a car accident mm-hmm. and she with um with a child in the back mm-hmm. and the next day like in the evening when she went to go get groceries she went to the Vallarta mm-hmm. and she went through the road and someone hit her and my my little niece was in the back so yeah her dream came true Really? My daughter's too. She had dreams like that. I used to have dreams like that too when I was younger, but I think after I had my daughter pass from me to my daughter because she is always having dreams. Like she had a dream about me not too long ago. She said, Mom, be careful because I had a dream that the bus driver put you off the bus. And um, so I said, Okay. So when I went out that day, I went to, I went to, a, it was a coffee bean. I went to Coffee Bean, and I had bought some fish from um, from Chinatown. And I took it to Coffee Bean, and I was eating I was eating my fish in Coffee Bean while I was waiting for him to fix my stuff. So then he came over to me. He said, ma'am, um, I'm sorry, but you can't eat that in our store. So I said, okay. So I got up to leave. And when I did, 
And she, my daughter had told me she dreamt that I fell. I was falling off the bus. Oh so gosh. when I got up to leave, this guy was in front of me. He stepped back, and I almost fell. They caught me. And it was two guys. They were laughing. So I told my daughter, I said, guess what? The guy in Coffee Bean just put me out because I was eating some fish in his <laughs> store. And she told me the guy put me off the bus. So that was her dream. Sometimes dreams come true. They do. Sometimes they do. So God, he said in the end that he would send sons and daughters he would give them dreams mm-hmm. and their dreams will come true so that's what's happening in the world today god gives us warnings he gives us what we need i don't know why everybody don't believe but he gives us warnings and everything yeah most people just believe when they or they go to church when they want to when they need something mm-hmm. in their time and they they ask god for it and when they don't get it they're like why why didn't i get it they They're need to playing. obey him. Let me tell you how to get it, something stuff from God. He, he will give you the desires of your heart if you obey him. If you you have to establish a relationship with him, mm-hmm. and you get with you you pray to him every day when you get up in the morning. You thank him for the food he give you. You thank him for everything: your clothes, your roof over your head, whatever you got that he blessed you with. Get closer to him. Establish a relationship with him, and obey him. You do what God asks you to do, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I'm going to tell you something else. Praying to God, he answers prayers, especially if you pray about other people. If you want God to help your family members or anybody in your life, you ask God. If anybody is sick, you ask God to heal them, and he will. He will answer your prayers. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, so did your mother pray pray a lot like that? Yes, she prays in the morning. At like six in the morning, she prays at night, she prays in the evening, and sometimes, even though it scares me, she goes up to my bed at two in the morning and prays for me and throws oil on me. That is so good. And so do God answer a lot of her prayers? Um, yes. She says um sometimes we want stuff that we don't need, so sometimes mm-hmm. he doesn't answer. And then other times you have to learn from experience and God won't just give it to you, you have to earn it yourself. But most of the times that she does pray, mm-hmm. it, it happens. She prays mostly for my siblings since they usually get into a lot of trouble for being troublemakers. Mhm. So God answer her prayers as far as that is concerned? Yes, like the my brother was getting charged for a DUI. And she prayed, and she prayed at church. She got all the people to pray for my brother so he wouldn't get deported and leave. And did God answer her Yeah, prayer? he didn't leave. He got lucky. He got very lucky. Got blessed, blessed. is the word. Yeah. <laughs> no, blessed. that my mother did it because mm-hmm. I know nobody else was going to help him. And if God didn't help him, who would? Right. Okay, so you come from a very religious family. and Yes. And you've seen God work through your family. Mm-hmm. So do you... Want a family of your own? Um, not right now, since I'm very young and I want to get my finish my degree. That's mm. what I mean. After you get your degree, and yes, my mother prays to God that I get a good man right. that goes to church, have good children who listen to listen and obey me and obey God and all that stuff. And that's great. Raise them up in, under God. That's yeah, what she God says that um, you if you raise children at a young age in the church. They're more disciplined, they're more obedient, and they know from the beginning of God instead of the world that tells them, don't listen to God, don't do this, why do you have to do this, and question everything they do. They will listen to God, if you t- and God will bless them. Your children will have talents, good talents, mm-hmm. if you raise them up under God. And if you raise them up under God, you pray over them, and you let them go out. They might 
as they get older, they might have difficulties. Right. And they, they know they're not going to have difficulties. They might go astray at yeah. a certain age. But God said, if you raise a child up in the way that, um, if you raise them up the way they should go, they will not depart from it when they get old. So they might go astray and do their own thing. They might want to yeah. might want to go clubs, might want to go smoking, might want to do their own thing. But God going to reel them back in and they will come back to him. Mm-hmm. So that's happening to one of my mom's friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he strayed from the church and very bad things have been happening. He's got into a car accident where he hit the car in front and another car hit him in the back. He's been having terrors. He's been having night terrors. He can't live in his house right now because he keeps hearing voices in his head. He keeps hearing the door slamming. So he's living since um, nobody wants to take care of him because they all think he's crazy right now. My parents are letting him sleep over my house. And there's God helping him. He doesn't want to go back to my mom keeps telling him he needs to go to church. He needs to go to church. Mm-hmm. He says um, he says he doesn't want to. So it keeps happening. And my mother tells him nothing's going to nothing's going to happen unless you go to church. She should also tell him that's why God got him there. Yeah. <laughs> so she can lead him back to church and help him. She says that he already knows what God's about. He he knows from the very beginning what it what what the Bible is. Mm-hmm. She said, and she's like, you you know better than anybody what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you you have brothers and sisters. Yes. Do any of them have children? Yes, two two of them have children already. They have. Um, my oldest brother has a little boy. My eldest sister has a little boy and a girl. And my second oldest brother is about to have a child. Okay. And do they ever take them to church? My sister does. She believes in God, but she doesn't have the time as much as she should to go to church because she has to provide for the children and go to work. Mm -hmm. So she can't be with them all the time. So what she does is that she just gives them to my mom because my mom goes to church every day. And she takes them there so they can know. That's good. They can get that in them too even while she's taking them. So that's great. Okay, so your, what are your goals and your aspirations? Why did you come to Pierce? Uh, I went to Pierce because I want to get my, I want to do the veterinary program because I've always loved animals and not every, nothing else pretty much appeals to it. Mm-hmm. I've, tr- I've tried thinking about what I could do if I could do a doctor. I was like, no, I can't. Seeing all those people, I can't do that. <laughs> or taking care of children, mm-hmm. and I can't do that either. Just thinking about them gives me a headache. <laughs> And no, so the only thing that popped up in my head was a veterinarian, so I'm trying to do that right now. So do you all work with real animals here? Um, not I'm not doing the class yet. I'm taking the next semester because I went to I went to go take the class, but it was the wrong class because they changed it and I didn't know about that until the last minute, so I couldn't do that. So I had to leave. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it seems it seems interesting. Well, you know, I've seen rabbits and yeah, I've seen you've them seen too. rabbits and gophers, gophers and mice, little mice little, like, running around. Yeah, they have some of everything here. They're so cute. <laughs> so maybe that 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 might be what they let you doctor on. <laughs> I, I have to see. I see them running around here, and I'm like, oh my god, I want one. So how long have you been coming here? Um, just this semester. I just got here. Okay. So what about, how, what about your swimming? You like that? Yeah. I like swimming because I took it because, um, uh, you should, everybody I think should learn how to swim because mm-hmm. a lot of people drown like that. A lot of people who get pushed in the water, if you don't know how to swim, you obviously drown. And just in case anybody I ever see drowning, I can help them because, um, I have nephews and nieces and I hear a lot about 
children drowning. Mm -hmm. So I went to go take it so I could become a better swimmer for them and help them. So do you think that you have learned the whole lot? Yes, I do, because they made me, I noticed how out of shape I was. Mm -hmm. I had to, I couldn't go through the whole, I couldn't go do half the workout Mm -hmm. because I would get too tired Mm -hmm. and I would have to stop. (laughs) And then they do the the drills, help you like learn how to swim underwater, and the they help you to dive because I got scared that I would hit my face in the water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's like, "Don't be scared. If you're scared, you're gonna hit your face." And I already did that. You hit your face. I hit my face in the water. Did it hurt? I mean, did it put some scars on you? No, it just like splashed me in the face. Oh, okay. So so that's what it gets good. You didn't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. What do you? Th- how many classes do you have for this semester? Right now, just two because since it's my first semester, I wanted to go easy because I know how a lot of people usually take more than like three up to like four classes, and I was thinking I was like, can I really do this? And I, so I was think I just took two classes right now to make it easier on my life. So what just, two classes are those? Um, right now it's just English twenty one and swimming right now. Okay, and so are you going to be here for winter? Yeah. So what are you going to take up for winter? Um, administration of Justice One, I think. Is that what it was? And what is that about? Um, I heard it's about learning about the law and loopholes and, and the law. And I heard and I heard that I wanted to learn because I was like, what happens if I get a ticket one of these days and I want to have a loophole because I know everything has a loophole. Really? And just so I know my rights and everything. So nobody can ever tell me what to do, and I know, and I'm just like, you don't. You and what's the name of that class again? Administration of Justice. Administration of Justice. Okay, and they have other um, classes, I think, in accounting, a law, business law. Business law? Yeah, have you heard of that? No, I have not. Well, that might be one you want to take, too, but let's talk about business and law, the law and business mm-hmm. and stuff. So have you ever thought about getting your own business? No, not really, because I think it's too much work and too much stress. Because I'm the kind of person that when there's stress, I just leave and go do something else and then come back to it later. (laughs) And I can't do that with the business and knowing people are going to get mad at me and I have things to do and I'm probably going to get into debt. So I don't think a business is for someone like me. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good thinking, good judgment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess you're right. Not everybody wasn't meant for everybody. It's not meant for everybody. Like some people can... um, Think they can do it, but in reality, they can't do it. After a right. good couple months, everything just starts to go haywire. Yeah, and to see if you like some people like break under the stress, and others mm-hmm. don't. I would break. I know I would. That's why I don't do it. Well, everything I do every day is stressful, but I this is what I do. I take it one one day at a time mm-hmm. and one project at a time. Every project I have a day, a day, I have a lot to do a lot of times in a one day. So I try to get all of those things done, but I do it one thing at a time. Not every day that I finish everything that I'm, I'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I get done everything I'm supposed to do most of the time. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, I so I have to do that. I know I do that, but I'm I'm a bad student. I think because I'm a procrastinator, and I can't do that. I know I shouldn't, but I can't help it. I just see it, and I'm like, I'll do it later. And then the the week is ending. And I'm like, oh, I'll do it in the morning. <laughs> and then class is up, and I'm the last minute. I'm writing everything and doing everything, which I try not to do. Very, it's very hard not to do that for me. Right. Well, I guess we could just probably both, because I, I do the same thing, but we both just have to. 
I have to start the very first day. I have to like do everything and go at it. Because if I don't, I just say later. That's a later problem. That's a tomorrow problem. And then I don't end up doing it. Or I just forget. <laughs> yeah. So I try to do everything. That's why I try to do everything I'm supposed to do. I just take it piece by piece. piece. A lot of times I write stuff down. Everything I need to do for this day. And I try to get it all done in order. What time I do this. What time I do that. I try to do it all. No, not every day I finish. I get to everything. But most of the time I do. And for the most part I try not to leave stuff out. So that's just something you might want to do. You might want to write down everything you need. Yeah. Do. I have to write on a sticky note or something and put yeah, it on and something I'll check do. Check off your list as you do it. As you I do it. I put it on my TV so when I'm watching TV, I know what I'm supposed to do. And I try to accomplish a lot in one day. I try to do as much as I can mm-hmm. without doing too much. No, because I have like, I have the nieces and nephews that I always want to visit. So they always take up my time. And when I'm doing work, they put their hands on my work <laughs> or they, they grab my work and they color on it so I don't do it. <laughs> Because they want your they attention. They want my attention. My mom's like, what do you expect? Right. They want your attention. It's love. It's all love. Okay. Well, we're running out of time. And I want to thank you so much for coming, Fabiola Maradiaga. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a hard last right. name, I know. <laughs> no, I'll get it. I'll get it. Maradiaga. Okay. Thank you so much for coming. And next up, we have the Farsi show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.